Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah help. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great. Welcome back into Cougar Tracks here on kslsports.com. It's episode number two of Cougar Tracks with Tyler Batty. We had the season preview and looked at USF and well, now BYU's got a win under their belt as they took down the Bulls 50-21 to in Tampa. And, Tyler, I heard that in the weather delay. And, again, Tyler Batty, defensive end, defensive lineman, star defensive player here on uh, the BYU football team. I heard that uh, in the weather delay. Kalani said it was hard to uh, keep your emotions down. You were, as he put it, though, it's hard to uh, lower the intensity of a guy like Tyler Batty. Um, yeah, honestly, when I, when I get, yeah, when I get amped, <laughs> uh, I, I'm amped for a little bit. And so, uh, it, you know, it was a long time. I mean, we're three hours, three hours was a long delay, but, uh, yeah, you're ready to go out and play game one. You know, I mean, honestly, we had, we went out, we warmed up, we came back in last little thing, you know, set our whatever. And then we're headed back out onto the field and I mean, we're in the tunnel. Like we're, we're about to run out onto the field and they're like, no, Ray, uh, lightning delay. And so that was like, oh, like, I mean, we're talking, everyone's already out of the locker room. We're all just like standing there waiting. I could tell you guys were right there from my press yeah. box vantage. I saw you guys getting ready to take the film. Like, there we go. And then it was, oh, turn around. And it was like, <laughs> what? Like, you, okay. So, you know, we go back in 30 minutes, but yeah, it was, it was, it was interesting to say the least. Yeah, I bet it was. You can follow Tyler on Twitter, uh, on Instagram if you're, a business, you're a company looking to strike NIL deals with this man, Tyler underscore Batty, two on Twitter, and then Tyler underscore Batty on Instagram. Uh, so make sure to follow Tyler on all the socials. But yeah, BYU gets the win, 50-21 to 21 over the Bulls. I believe you played in about 30 snaps in the game. How would you assess maybe, well, let's start with the team first, because that's what it's all about first. Team's overall performance on the defensive side, limiting to the, the Bulls to only 14 points. Uh, honestly... I think we did really good. Um, there again, there's always there's always things um, to clean up to improve on 150 percent, and there are plenty. I mean, there's plenty of those things left. Um, a lot of things you know have been working on this week, headed to, into Baylor. But overall, as a defense, I think we did a good job. I think I think we did. I think we came out and showed people, you know, that hey, we have a defense this year. We have a defense that can play. Um, and not just play, but can dominate. And and I think we're just going to see more and more of that the rest of the season. Is how often do you face? And, and you played thirty snaps by my count. And and uh, by in those snaps, how often are you facing like double teams? Because you know you're kind of one of the feature guys on this defense. I got to imagine scouting reports are accounting for you. So how often are you facing double teams? Um, like just by your count off the, off the top of your head. Honestly, I. 
um, in non-passing downs, it, it, when they when they were the, when they were running the ball, honestly, they just ran away. Uh, so I, I have a guy, maybe two. I, I there's not. I can't really can't. You know, I'd yeah. have to go back through the film. <laughs> but honestly, I was I was really I was bummed by the end of the night. I you know because because <laughs> it just because you ended up with one tackle. So I think yeah. people would say like you're getting accounted for quite a bit, but they're just going away from you. No, yeah, exactly. It was and that, and that's that's. I remember I remember when I came in as a freshman. I was just I right, you know you don't you want to make every play. You want to get <laughs> after it. And uh, Bracken Albacri, he was just like, dude, he's like, it's just not like that. He's like, sometimes it's going to come to you, sometimes it's going to go away. That's just how it works. Um, but, yeah, for it to go away, you know, for me, for the majority of the night, I was, I was like, man, I want to see some action. I want to see some action. I'm over here tackling guys who don't have the ball just to tackle someone. So. It was a, a nice chance, though, for guys like John Nelson and uh, you know uh, Gabe Summers, who he got a little bit nicked up, but he he's uh, sounds to be okay. But uh, you know, John Nelson, I thought made a name for himself in that in that week. I mean, he was someone that was coming on last year. Uh, but for fans out there, I mean, John Nelson uh, did a nice job too along that defensive front. John's a stud. John Nelson, he's an absolute stud. Kid works his butt off. Um, yeah, I, I love playing alongside John. I love training with him. He's he's a good dude on and off the field, and he he goes hard and he works his butt off. And as, yeah, as you can, I don't know how many tackles John had, but I remember that first series. It was John Nelson with the tackle, John Nelson with the tackle. <laughs> I was like, man, this is like John Nelson with the tackle. So hey, good on him. Yeah. I'm I'm super happy for him uh, because he deserves. It. He works his butt off, and yeah, gets after it. Speaking of uh, tackles, uh, you know it. it you know, one of the big things with the defense sounds like you know always doing that one eleventh and a guy that I think maybe many Cougar fans don't know much about is Jacob Bourne. He played a lot uh, last year and got some starts. Once a walk on trout guy, but he ends up as the leading tackler, six tackles. What should we know about Jacob Boren? Dog, dog, <laughs> one of the fastest no. guys in the team too, right? Honestly, no, yeah, Jacob, Jacob, he's a stud. Um, and honestly, he he just kind of yeah he just kind of burst on to the scene really last year, and it was just like oh he's out there making plays, he's out there covering really good receivers one on one, and he's getting PBUs, and then he's coming downhill and making tackles. Uh, Jacob Bourne's a stud. Uh, the dude is a playmaker. He's a playmaker on special teams, on defense. He just he just has kind of that you know some some dudes have just like that innate ability to just find the ball, make a play. He's that guy. With when a game concludes and you guys get the win and, and it was a you know a decisive victory it was it was in the bag after at at the half when the game is over and maybe you report back to the to the building on Monday how do the coaches like Preston Hadley your defensive end coach and Elisa Tuiaki defensive coordinator how do they maybe grade you guys in a game you know because it's not just solely based tackles there's so much more to it than just simply tackles how are you graded at your position uh, for your performance in a game. Right. Yeah, totally. Um, we, uh, we, so some people, you know, get graded out there, say, okay, you know, you get graded at a 90, whatever, or an 80, you know, it's honestly with us, it's just, Hey, did you do your job? It's just, we sit down. Okay. Here's, here's, here's a couple plays we did really, really well. You know, like this is a great example of what we should be doing. Here's some plays where, Hey, you know, miss a line, missed assignment, um and so we don't really, really get graded in the yeah. sense of like it's not like a PFF grade, yeah exactly yeah. no nothing like that it's just hey um you know here you kind of got rooted out of your gap you recaptured great job 
um, in the future, you know, like what could you do to stay in your day gap and not have to recapture it? Or like, hey, you, I mean, you totally blew it here. You know, what were you thinking? What were you doing? What happened? Um, you know, let's here's some corrections to to fix that. You know, and and so yeah, for us, honestly, it's just it's just individual things. It's just the little stuff. Like, hey, you know. You know, this is the proper technique. You know it. It's it's a lot of, hey, you know it, yep. just do it. Yeah. What are your workflows maybe for you personally? Game gets over. I, I know that there's always a quick turnaround. You guys get the film probably on iPads, I'm sure. Uh, like, how much film are you pouring over, uh, just you personally? Because you got the team meeting rooms where you're getting that coach feedback, but a lot of this is on yourselves, especially for someone like yourself who has high aspirations in their football career. How much film are you pouring over in a week, would you think? Um, hours wise, hours. I mean, if you had um, a gauge, is is it uh, how how high is that number? It's a lot Ooh, of hours that I've done. Uh, <laughs> honestly, honestly, I I try. I um, I've talked to a lot of people that uh, you know that have uh, played in college, played at the higher level, and they're like, hey, film study is is really the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of guys. I've been told that by a lot of guys. It's like, hey, film study is the biggest thing that changes. You know, from college to professional, and so. I mean, if if that's one thing I can get a jump on and and really understand and understand honestly, film studies helped me a ton. You know, over the past couple of years, just develop as a player, understanding offenses, offensive concepts. Um, but in a week, I would say prop probably depending on the week, depending on my homework load. Sure. Honestly, between ten and twenty hours, it's a lot. Um, I, I would say, yeah, on a, on a good week, on a good week, I'm. I'm getting, you know, I'm getting an hour or two in a day um, on my own, and then whatever we're watching meetings and all that on top of it, and just, um, but yeah, honestly, I, I get done with a game. I get done with a game. We get on the plane, and yeah, I go over that game, um, and then just kind of put it away. And then, of course, we'll review it on Monday, you know, as a, as a team. But uh, for me, I just kind of put it away, and then Sunday I can kind of work into the next uh, the next week's opponent. That's normally how it goes for me. Wanted to ask you too, Tyler, how helpful has it been because you have Coach Hadley, Coach Tuiaki, guys that have uh, been part of that defensive line now for a couple of years, and Tuiaki since he got here at BYU. Uh, how helpful has it been though to have Jan Jorgensen, who's helping as an analyst? And I remember in fall camp there was one practice where where you guys were getting a little bit of extra work after a, a practice concluded. How helpful has it been having the Janimal around? Uh, honestly, it's been it's been great. It's been awesome. Um, I, uh, I I just love I love learning, um, especially when it comes to D line. Right? It just everyone has a little bit different take right on the yep. game on on D, you know how a defense should run, what responsibilities the D-line should hold, and, and how those should be executed. Um, and then different techniques, you know. Uh, different D-linemen play, you know, with different tools in different ways. And so I, I love I, – I eat it up. Um, I'm always – you know, if there's anyone that comes around, you know, like Jan, that I, I pick his brain. I pick his brain every day. I'm like, hey, what do you think about this? Or even during the game, I was like, hey – what about this? What if we switch this up? And he's like, ah, or he's like, yeah, you could try that. You know, um, it's been awesome. Uh, e and Preston again. Um, he's been around the D line game a lot longer for sure. Um, and so he's he's also he's he's a great he's a great coach. He's a great resource to have um, to go to him and, and do the same thing. Just okay. What about this? You know, E kind of has his own style. Um, you know, or his own tools he would like to see us develop. Um, Jan, you know, maybe a little bit different. And then Preston also um, a little bit different, just as he's kind of 
learned the game, you know, over the past couple of years, especially the, the 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 D line, you know, that that type of of, of that that piece of the game, I sure. should say. Um, he he brings stuff to the table as well. He's like, hey, well, this is what I'm seeing. You know, you could switch it up here. You could use, you know, different moves and whatnot. Anyway, so it's been it's been really good uh, to have all three of those guys there and just. We have a we have a bunch of uh, D line guys just kind of scattered throughout the staff, so it's it's always nice. Have you Googled Jan's uh, highlights from his days at BYU? It's a little bit grainy now. Yeah, uh, but, yeah, uh, yeah. It's, it's a little bit of ancient history though. But uh, he was pretty good back in the day. No, Jan Jan was Jan was, um, and of course he's a, he's a good dude. He's a humble guy. He's never going to be like, yeah, I was you know I was the guy. He's just like, oh, and I just he's like. He's a good, he's, yeah. Jen, you never Jen's know, really good dude. You never know that he was the. Uh, I mean, physically he's still impressive, but like the fit, sack, sack leader. I mean, he he was great during his days at BYU, and and I'm sure if if he could go back, he would probably love to have a chance to play a game like you're going to have this Saturday night in Provo. BYU and Baylor, the number 21 ranked Cougars versus number nine Baylor. Huge game. Uh, last year, physicality was kind of the theme when it came to the Bears and. You know they won that game, and 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 you know physicality was brought up. Is this team better equipped, especially on the defensive side? Are you guys better equipped? You think this time around? One hundred and fifty percent. I, I um, yeah. There's no doubt in my mind. There's no doubt in my mind. Um, we have we have some dudes, and and uh, we're gonna come to play, and it's gonna be physical. Um, it's gonna like like you know like I said before, it's gonna be smash mouth. It's just gonna be, it's gonna be. Uh, mean you know just a mean defense like dudes are going to be hustling to get after it and 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 dudes dudes are hungry dudes are hungry and are excited for this game how uh you know i want to ask you too this build up for this game coming up on saturday it's been hot like the record setting heat in utah surprisingly you guys have been still practicing outdoors was there any consideration maybe to go indoors from what you i mean how has it been on you guys physically to go practice through this heat Hey man, if, if if the sun is shining <laughs> and the wind is wind isn't blowing too hard, you know we're outside. Um, honestly, and 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 we love it. I, I mean, yeah, it being a hundred degrees outside and being in full pads, it's like one hundred and seven. We are Tyler, this you're July. It. I mean, it's we're, this felt like like high school yeah. fall camp. You know, high school <laughs> summer camp. You know, a hundred degrees and you're out on turf. Um, so it was really weird, you know, for it to be in September. But honestly, guys have guys have done great um just going out and putting work in i mean there's there's nothing else to really do sure everyone's just like all right let's you know let's go to work and uh yeah i don't the 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 whole the the ipf never really came up in any discussion so (laughs) baylor has three fifth-year offensive linemen one of them's a left tackle connor galvin uh what do you remember about that o-line from baylor and maybe where they stack up among all the offensive lines that you have faced because at BYU you guys face a wide range of teams and different styles. I mean, Baylor, they got some good coaching. We know that firsthand here at BYU. Uh, just what do you think of that, that O-line? They're good. Uh, they're fast. They're physical. They're technicians above all. Yeah. Um, and that's, uh, you know, you know, props, props to, to them. And of course, uh, Mateos and Grimes, um, they've got a good O-line. They've coached a good O-line. They've created a good O-line. Um, and, and they're technicians, and that, and that's, and that's, you know, it's that's something that's hard to beat. A guy that uh, is level-headed and 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 plays with great technique, um, plays with great hands. That's that's always going to be hard to beat. But uh, that being said, we're going to beat the crap out of them. Yeah, one hundred fifty percent. So it's it's going to be a great game. And it, does it add any uh, intensity to for you the whole Big Twelve bit? Um. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a little bit. It's, it's honestly, it's kind of crazy to, to think that we're going into the Big 12 next year. I keep honestly forgetting about it, right? <laughs> sure. Just, we're in season. Everything's going. Um, but it, it definitely does. And it should for the fans, for sure. I mean, that this, this year is going to be a, it's going to set the tone, um, for, for us going into the Big 12. So, uh, yeah, we got to do good. You know what I mean? We got to go out there and, and, and make a statement. So, was that a, a game? Can you just take us back to that loss in Waco? How you guys felt at that time? Because it was the second straight loss. Felt like maybe there was a midseason lull for BYU. You guys bounced back, obviously, but maybe just the, the, do you remember the emotions, maybe feelings that came out of that game? Um, yeah, 150%. Honestly, it was, it was, a, it was a different game. Uh, it was a little weird. Um, we just lost to Boise State the week prior, sure. <clears throat> and and that's always tough. Um, and so as we're getting ready for that game, you know, everyone, everyone was locked in and prepared, and then getting out to Waco. Um, honestly, it was just it was just kind of frustrating. Things just we're, we're off in, in a couple areas, if you will, um, clearly, um, but. Uh, after after that game, there was just there was definitely a feeling that hey, that's a game we should have had in the bag. That's a game that should not have gotten away from us. That's a game that was most definitely winnable, <clears throat> and we let slip. What uh, uh, does it help at all for you as a, as a competitor in your preparation and all that film study that you do, knowing? You know, you have actual experience against this personnel because at BYU, typically, it's like you know, one week you got a team that BYU's never played. The next week you're facing uh, another team you haven't faced. Like, this is actually a team that you've seen. You saw them within the last 12 months. Does that help at all in your preparation for this for a matchup where you've actually experienced uh, going up against this squad? Totally. Totally, totally. We, uh, honestly, that's that's the funny thing. This is our offense. Yeah. <laughs> if you will. You know sure. what I mean? Um and and honestly, funny enough, as I was as I was watching uh, Baylor's game against Albany, um, the same they're the same play that we opened with, uh, our offense opened with against USF. Baylor scored with that same play during their game against Albany. Wow. Um, so I'm not, of course, there's there's creases you know here and there to to each other to to each offense. Um, but honestly, they're really similar. They're really similar offenses, right? And so. Uh, it's it's almost like playing our own offense, mm. if you will, and so yeah, it's 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 nice because we're familiar, we're familiar with the offense, and but that's also the downside to it is is they're also familiar with our defense, and and they and they know especially last year know how we operated and such, and so this year I think is going to be more more of a challenge for them offensively because they don't know as much uh, about our defense this year, you know, as they did last year, maybe a little bit harder to scheme us. Um, but uh, but yeah, it it is nice to be familiar with the offense and not have to, you know, prepare against you know prepare for a wing T or you know prepare for for you know a, a team like Navy right you know that runs a triple option or something like that. So how critical is it stopping the run this week? Oh, super! Always. Uh, that's always the first thing you got to stop the run, especially against a team like Baylor. Uh, that's that's their identity. They're gonna run the ball. They're going to run the ball, and they're going to run the ball again. So you got to be ready, and we have to stop it. That's that's our first priority is is stuffing the run. Last thing for you, or Tyler, as we uh, wrap this thing up again, BYU and Baylor kicks off at 8.15 p.m. 
on KSL News Radio. The atmosphere at Lavelle Edwards Stadium should be just rocking. It should be an outstanding crowd. Last year, that Arizona State game uh, is almost like a, a, just a, an urban legend now. It's like growing. Now it's like I feel like people are saying, yeah, there was like seven penalties. It's now ten penalties were caused by the fans. But the, the crowd atmosphere, how much does that help a defense? Is it legit? Is it a real thing that you guys feed off of when the crowd is just engaged and, and on point? Oh, totally. Honestly, I just got chills. Um, you like listening to you talk about it. it it's a, it's an unreal feeling, um, like it was against ASU last year, being on the field, and it's deafening. It's it's deafening. You're on the field, and you can't you can't hear anyone, you know, whatsoever. Um, but the offense can't either, and that's and that's a big plus. And so it's. Uh yeah, fan yeah. It's it's awesome. We love having a rowdy stadium. We love having a loud stadium just packed to the brim. And yeah, I I know everyone's really looking forward to that this weekend against Baylor. It's always a prime time crisp feeling when it's under the lights at night. I I've grown to enjoy that. BYU plays great in night games. You guys seem to be kind of a a night team. What's maybe the routine on game day? Uh, for you and the squad to, because it's a long day. I mean, you're at a team hotel still. I don't know if people realize that. And when you're at home games, you're still at a hotel. What What do you guys do in the day, at least for you? Um, watch film. Just watch film. <laughs> Honestly, no. It's you know, it's get up, breakfast, a little bit of stretching, some meetings. Um, then it's lunch, and then honestly, we just kind of have some 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 dead time. And so, um, we'll we'll have some meetings later on, right before we leave. Right, just make sure everything's good. But uh, we have we have some dead time, so honestly, it's hang out, stay kind of stay loose, um, watch some more film, uh, especially on those on those evening games. It's I watch a lot of film. I watch a lot of film just because we're there all day, and it's really that's the only thing you can think about. <laughs> you're like, all right, yeah. So it's an eight o'clock kickoff. It's noon. You're eating lunch. And you're like, well, in eight hours, I'm going to be playing a football game. So yeah. you've got to, you know, you've got to do something to kind of ease that itch, if you will. So, yeah, watch a lot of film. Do you have, like, a, an assigned roommate uh, in, in the hotel for, for these games? Or is it, like, a, is it change? Uh, no, no. normally it, it's pretty consistent. Um, last year I was with Fisher Jackson a lot. Cool. Um, this year I'm actually with Jake Bourne, at least for this, oh, there we this go. last game. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see if I have a different roommate. We'll see if I'm with Jake this week. But. Well, we'll have a great weekend, Tyler. I know Cougar Nation is excited for this one. Again, BYU and Baylor, 8-15 kick. It'll probably have a little bit of a TV slide. I'm, I'm guessing. So it'll probably be around 8-25, 8-30. But nonetheless, stay up late because this is going to be an outstanding primetime tilt. And I, I got to imagine uh, Tyler's going to be someone that's making a lot of plays for this BYU defense. So best of luck, Tyler, and uh, looking forward to Saturday night. And we'll talk again next week. Okay. Absolutely, man. All right, that's Tyler Batty, and uh, follow him again on Twitter, at Tyler underscore Batty, and Tyler underscore Batty on Instagram. He's a great follow, follow one of the leaders of this BYU football defense, and Cougar Nation will be back next week here on the Cougar Tracks podcast, and it's always powered by kslsports.com. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.